So price and value are often related, but two separate things. Yesterday, I was thinking about all the different factors that goes into when I'm making the purchase decision as to make an NFT to really decide what has value. And in the process, I ended up making a calculator, which I dubbed the valuator, and I ended up putting it on my website. So today, we're going to dive into all the factors that went into it and how I ended up creating that valuator. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. value to one person is going to be completely different than another person. So all the different factors that goes into it. First, I asked myself, well, was this a FOMO purchase? Did I have the fear of missing out? Was this something that an influencer has pumped? Did it give me some anxiety as to making that purchase? Am I only doing it because I think this window of opportunity will be open for only a small period of time? If there's any external pressure that's related to the purchase, then it really takes away from the personal value that I associate with that NFT. The second thing that I start to think of, would I buy or collect this NFT if I could never sell it, if there was no resale potential at all? Because whether or not other people think it is valuable has nothing to do with how I feel about it. If I truly value it, whatever it is, it means something to me. So no matter what, it never goes to zero. Regardless of what the market says, it is still valuable to me personally. So that's where the separation between price and value goes. The third thing that I was thinking of assessing it is, would I lend money to the founder or the project leader? If they were starting some sort of business with whatever they're promising with this particular NFT, would I invest in it? Would I loan them money? If they were a friend starting up, whatever it was, would I expect to get my money back? Those factors really goes into it because at the end of the day, if they're building something that I say I truly believe in and what have you, taking NFTs, Web3 and the technology aside, if they were really building that business, let's say it is a traditional brick and mortar business in a local neighborhood. Do I think that has potential? And do I think they have the skill set and the team to actually execute what they're setting out to do? And the fourth factor has to do with community because a lot of people always talk about, oh, I bought into this particular NFT because it has a great community. Is it really about the community? The question I would ask is, if you were stuck on a six-hour plane ride, I don't know, something like LA to New York or New York to Paris or something like that, some long-haul flight, would those community members make that flight any better? Just imagine that you were stuck sitting next to them for however long that flight is. You look to your left, you look to your right. Are those the type of people that you'd want to speak to? If the answer is yes, you're probably buying into it for the community. So I know a lot of people say that a community is just the buzzword, especially two years ago. Everyone was talking about, oh, it's such an awesome community. Well, what makes it an awesome community? Is it only awesome because all of you are making money together? Or is it an awesome community because you have the same values? You actually have things in common. And if this was a weekend, would you guys be hanging out with each other? Well, that's what really makes a good community. Next, I asked myself, well, does this NFT give me access to something that I would buy anyways? So NFT aside, taking the technology aside again, would I actually spend my money on this thing? Whatever the utility is, whether it is the access to an event or whatever, if they were just selling regular tickets, would I actually buy this? That really is a test because a lot of the times, People are buying into these various NFT projects because they're promising all sorts of things, but they're more so looking at what could be built than actually if someone would actually want to buy it. So I have to ask myself that. If this is something that I would spend my hard-earned money on, well, no matter what other people think, guess what? It's always going to be valuable to me. Six, does this NFT support some sort of cause? 
or a mission that I would donate cash to anyways. So a lot of these projects, especially that launched during the peak of everything, the bull market, they were associating with whatever cause, whatever charity, whatever mission, they were saying a proceeds of the sales would go to that, or they're building this project in order to advance whatever cause it was. I can think of a million of them. They were all picking out random animals to support, different people groups, different communities, cities, different problems that they were tackling in society and so forth. Well, taking this aside, NFTs. Would I actually want to give to this? Let's say I ran into someone who was giving a speech on the side of the road and was actually active, boots on the ground, doing this work. Would I chip in, give them a few dollars? Would I actually want to participate in that cause? Is that something that I'm convicted about? Otherwise, well, regardless of what this project says that they're going to do, how passionate am I going to really be about it? How valuable is that cause, that charity, that mission going to really be if that's something that I would not contribute to anyways? Seven, of course, I'm a tech person. I love testing out new things, working with different things. So I have to ask myself, is this tech that I'm going to use? I'm not speaking about, okay, before earlier I said, you know, have access to something, but this specific tech, whether it is the 3D aspects of it, whether it is a specific element within the metaverse, AR, whatever it might be. They have all sorts of technological promises and all sorts of things that they're trying to tackle and solve. Well, is this technology that I think I would actually spend my money on, whether it is for personal reasons or it is to grow my business? Because a lot of the tech plays are going to be much more profitable business to business than it is going to be business to consumer. So B2B instead of B2C. Because if they're solving an enterprise problem with their technology, guess what? That's how the Microsofts and the Googles and the Oracles and so forth come up. Because if businesses find value in it, they're going to spend more money. So as someone who is starting businesses or someone that's working with businesses, is this something that we would actually commit a budget to? That's the question that I would ask. The next thing is if this NFT goes to zero, meaning that no one else is out there that's willing to pay for it, would I be absolutely devastated? Because if that is the case, well, then I never had any value in it personally. And my whole hopes was to make a profit, put it on the market and to sell to someone else who is willing to pay for it. So if it crashes and I'm devastated, whether that means financially I'm wiped out or that means I'm emotionally devastated, that means I put a lot of stock into the finance of it. The fact that it was a more of a speculative play, hoping that the value goes up. So the value wasn't necessarily built into it as far as the intrinsic value of whatever that NFT offered me, the tech, the community, or whatever it might be. If all those things are in play and I met some amazing people, I'm using tech on a really uh, a daily basis, like say I have a great app that gives me some great habits. These are all things that are out there. And uh, all these different things are giving me value on a daily basis. Well, whether or not the open market says it is worth X, whatever, if it's giving me that value, it's always going to have something associated with it. So it's not like I'm going to be devastated. Sure, it would be nice to be able to sell something for a 10x return. But if I ended up meeting some of my best friends and I have some of great habits, I'm having a much happier, healthier life, does it really matter to me? Would I be devastated? That is an honest question to ask. And then eight, of course, it goes to the communication of the team, the founder, and the project. Do they use the channels that I absolutely love? If you listen to me and if you're out there, like 99% of people, not the biggest fan of Discord. So if the only place that this project or this NFT is going to communicate with their holders through is via Discord, well, do you love Discord? If you're in that 1% that absolutely love Discord, well, power to you. And hey, you're in the right place. But for most of us, that is not necessarily the case. So if they're only communicating during Discord, 
and you have to be in there to check out the announcements and so forth. Well, how much value is that going to bring me as a holder? I'm going to miss most things. So do they use text message? Do they use email? Are they on Twitter, Twitter spaces? What exactly are they doing? Because some projects even have presence on Instagram. Some people don't like Twitter. Some people don't like any of the traditional Web3 models. And the question is, how are they going to find out what's going on in there? They bought into a particular project and what are they going to do? Chase down and try to figure out exactly what's happening? Well, that is going to be more work. So in theory, that's going to be more frustrating and take away from the value than anything if I have to go to all these different channels that I don't like. So on a personal value if they're using the channels that I absolutely love, use on a daily basis naturally, whether or not I'm in this project or not, that is a huge plus and is going to be more unique value to me. And lastly, of course, I have to ask, is this priced within my budget? Am I over leveraging, overextending myself, spending way more than I possibly should? I'm not going to be able to sleep at night. Am I putting all of my eggs in one basket? Why exactly am I doing that? Because if all those things are true, then guess what? Most likely it is a speculative play and I'm putting that in there, hoping that it goes up. And it's not about the value that's going to bring me today or in the future. It's all about all the things that could possibly happen with the market value. And that is not really a good place to be in. So again, all these factors, you put them in there and you add them all up and say, well, is this a total degen play where really I don't see any personal value in it for myself? However, I'm just throwing my hand in there and it's like pulling the lever at the slot machine or uh, the spinning the wheel at roulette, just trying to hit it big. You just never know what's going to happen. Got to be in it to win it, right? That was the New York lottery slogan. You have to be in it to win it. And that's sort of like the mentality of it. Or... Is it more of a speculative play? Did some calculations and you say, hey, you know what? This works out. The numbers seem to be in an upward trend and this is within my risk tolerance. And this is not something that I'm absolutely, you know, going to die on the hill for. It's not something that I absolutely love. I'm gung ho about. But at the same time, I do see the upside to this. And if I put some money into this thing or whatever it might be, there might be some returns for me on the back end. But at the end of the day, as with any other investment or any other thing, I'm just weighing the options here and there. And then of course, lastly, which is the one that I was trying to focus on myself is it really is a true value play. This is something that brings me personal value and it's completely independent of what's happening on the market. And that's really where we're trying to go. When I say the difference between the price and value, well, value doesn't really have a number that's associated with it. It's not very easy to associate or connect value to a spreadsheet. This is not the type of thing you can just bring over to your account and say, hey, write off the value. Well, of course, we use those terms, but value and price are two very different things. Price is what someone's willing to pay for it. Value is what it's actually worth to an individual. And those two things might not actually line up for multiple reasons, because two NFTs might have the same utility, have the same image and everything. However, one of them has the lucky token ID. That person happens to be superstitious and it's triple sevens or something of that nature, right? That one's going to be more valuable to that superstitious person simply because it is their lucky number. Or one of the traits, let's say this is a generative project, one of the traits happens to speak to them. Maybe it reminds them of a lost loved one or something of that nature. So you're gonna have a personal connection with that specific trait. Therefore, they're going to be willing to pay way more than whatever the market value is because they have that connection to it. Some people buy NFTs because they know the founder, they just wanna support the team. It could be multiple reasons. So value and price, 
two different things. So the whole thing of creating this, putting it into the calculator, which I dubbed the evaluator, was not the original plan. I just wanted to make a list for my own personal self. Then I said, hey, you know what? This might make an episode. Let me just record it. And then in the process, I was like, hey, rather than just recording this, why not turn this into a tool? So if you want to check that out, niftybusiness.show slash value. Of course, that's going to be in the show notes. You can check that out for yourself for only three easy payments. Oh, just kidding, just kidding. No, it's absolutely free. Just go to the website, check it out. You can play with it. Again, it's not financial advice and hopefully everything is working. I literally built this up yesterday after having the idea and got it rolling. So I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun. So I would share it with you guys. But as usual, I would love to hear your thoughts about everything. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter or using the contact information in the show notes. But as usual, I want to thank you for listening to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.